your Locked On Avalanche, your daily podcast on the Colorado Avalanche. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, everybody, welcome to the Locked On Avalanche podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm your host, Chris Maselli, with another episode of the podcast dedicated to your Colorado Avalanche and on today's show, Mr. Kyle Sullivan is back once again, and we will be discussing all things Avalanche. We're going to be talking about uh, the divisions. We talked about the divisions earlier, but now we're going to kind of like break down the Avalanche division and discuss who might be their biggest competition. Uh, we are going to also be talking about the things that we are thankful for within the Colorado Avalanche organization. And the last time Kyle was on, we did our Star Wars. We ranked the Star Wars movies and then casted Avalanche in the role of Star Wars characters. And that went over so well. We're going to do it again, but with Marvel movies this time. We're not going to rank the Marvel movies because there's way too many. <laughs> we'll just talk about the MCU and then the, get to the good part, the fun part, and uh, place Colorado Avalanche and maybe some other players from other teams i just have a feeling that you did that with one one character in particular uh yeah <laughs> so all of that and maybe some more but first things first follow the show on social media outlets lopn underscore avalanche on twitter lockdown avalanche on, on instagram and send questions comments concerns and or opinions to lockdown avalanche at gmail.com and you've heard him already, and he's back on the show. Kyle Sullivan is here. How have you been lately, sir? I am doing just groovy. Thank yeah. you for having me back on, Chris. Uh, always a pleasure. Always a pleasure to talk abs. Ready uh, for some Thanksgiving feast oh, tomorrow? Yeah. What's I the first thing you reach for uh, on the Thanksgiving uh, Day spread? Well, being from Alabama, we call it dressing, but... <laughs> Yeah. Yes. Dressing, for... stuffing, whatever you call it. That's right. Number one. Uh, are you a cranberry sauce guy or no cranberry sauce guy? Absolutely. Are you? See, for me, like it's so. I have to be in the mood for it. I don't know why. Like, and sometimes I am, and sometimes I'm not. It just depends on how I'm feeling that day. I only eat it on Thanksgiving. It's not like I go to the store to pick it up myself. <laughs> oh no. So no. Yeah. No, no. It's. It, it's, it's never in my pantry. No, it's like candy corn. It only exists around Thanksgiving. Time. Yep, yeah. exactly. Uh, for the longest time, when I was a kid, I never thought anything of it. But we always went to my my grandmother, my my mother's mother, so my that side of the family for Christmas or Christmas for Thanksgiving. I never thought anything of it as a kid. We never had mashed potatoes for Thanksgiving. Whoa, we like they only had uh, rice whoa and yeah it was I, I never thought anything of it and i loved mashed potatoes but i never just for some reason didn't put it together and then my aunt uh started uh dating this guy and he came over one year for thanksgiving the following year he was like the only way i'm going this year is if you allow me to make mashed potatoes and ever since then we've always had mashed potatoes did it ever occur to you watching like Thanksgiving commercials no. and there's never rice in the commercial? No. I don't know why. I don't know. Like that side of the family is like big Irish. I don't know if it's an Irish thing. I'm, I'm, I'm Irish and I have it, never seen. It, I, how is it Irish to not have potatoes? I, right. <laughs> I don't know. I, I have no clue. It was just that side of the family. 
thing. And then we would go to my my other grandmother, my dad's mother. We'd go over there for dessert. So their their you know spread had already been cleaned up by then. So I never saw mashed potatoes and be like, why don't we have those? <laughs> and it was just one of those freaky things. But um, all is right in the world. Like I we we now have mashed potatoes. It's delicious and. Yeah, we're, Thanksgiving we're, is whole again. Yes, exactly. <laughs> we're the last last family to get mashed potatoes on the uh, on the spread. So, uh, talking about that, we we will get into the things that we are thankful for in Avalanche Nation in a little bit. But I wanted to bring up the the divisions, in particular the Avalanche division, which it could be. It's n- nothing's finalized yet, but it seems like it's going down this road. Um, and the division that the Avalanche could potentially be in would be labeled the West, and they'd be Anaheim, Arizona, the Avalanche, Dallas, Los Angeles, Minnesota, San Jose, and Vegas. I mean, when you look at that, that's that's not that difficult of a division. So, I mean, there there some of these teams have improved in the off season with um, not so much the draft, but free agency. I mean, obviously Vegas sticks out to you as the, the, I guess the St. Louis blues of that division, yeah. like that, that would be the, the biggest competition for the avalanche. But is there anybody else there? Maybe if you want to include Dallas, obviously anything else you want to, any other team that you're like, watch out for them. They, they could make a move. For some reason, it doesn't matter how great the team is. Anaheim seems to be a problem. Mm-hmm. And um, seeing that we're in this semi-travel bubble with the Ducks, maybe we can reverse our fortunes against the Ducks, but they've always been that tricky game on the schedule that we'd beat San Jose, then play Anaheim the night after, and then lose like two to nothing. And we just write it off and go on. We're like, oh, it's just the Ducks. But yeah, I mean, the Ducks, I mean, it would be the Sharks. I mean, it's the favorable matchups, but with how everything's going, especially like in the NFL, college football, you don't know how COVID cases are going to go, who's actually going to be part of the team. So matchups could change on a nightly basis. So other than Vegas and Dallas, I think we'll be um, in a favorable yeah, oh, they'll be right in the thick of it. Absolutely. I think for most of the teams in this division, maybe save for Minnesota, most of these teams are trending upwards. Yeah. And, and, and like Arizona has didn't do much in the offseason to improve themselves, but I mean, did they do much to devalue their team? I, I don't know if they're gonna be that they're gonna they're not gonna like fall off a cliff. I think they'll still be, you know, uh, involved in and and really kind of give teams a struggle like they do defensively all the time. Uh, Los Angeles, like I said, how many times did I say last year, we did not match up well with Los Angeles. I'm not yeah, saying they got by field now, right? I don't know when he's going to come into the fold, but um, I, I don't think Los Angeles will be maybe vying for, for a playoff spot. They might be maybe like in the realm a little bit, but they could play spoiler for, for yeah. seeding for Avalanche. If the abs are kind of like where they were with St. Louis, like one, two, um, and then you have a late season game against Los Angeles and you haven't been matching up well with them again uh, this coming year as you did last year, and they beat you late in the season to drop you down to second, I could see something like that happening. 
So I think all the teams in this division and Minnesota is going to play you well, because you know that, you know, those teams don't like each other. It's a normal divisional rival. So those games are always good games. Yeah. Anaheim's good. San Jose, I think is improved. Yeah. Uh, and you got Vegas and you got Dallas. So it, it it's not going to be, I mean, you look at a division, like the, the central, um, well, maybe not the central. Let me see. Well, no, they do have Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, St. Louis, Nashville, um, where's the, so the, and then the East, so the East, you got the Bruins, the Sabres who are improved Carolina, the devils. Okay. The Islanders are good. The Rangers are good. The Flyers are good. The Capitals are good. They are going to kick the crap out of each other. That's yeah. The East is going to be your, um, heavily televised division. Yes. I mean, those are everybody on there. You match them up against each other. That's, that's your, uh, right. hockey night, right. Canada game right there. So um, I, I will see. I think, it, 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 like I said, it hasn't been official yet. There's been no seal of approval, but um, it seems to be trending this way. And I think it bodes well for the Avalanche just in terms of, uh, you know, they're always in the toughest division. And call, call me a homer if you want, but uh, that division, they, they all made, technically they all made the playoffs last year. It, you know, it, it was a, a weird finicky type of uh, postseason, but, every single team in the avalanche division made, made the postseason, Um, and, and that's, they're always be as, as the Blackhawks weren't awful, but you, you have to always respect Chicago. Um, so it's a tough division and they're out of it maybe for one year. And, um, I think they're definitely gonna take advantage of it. I don't think it would have mattered which division they were in They They were, they, they don't look at it that way. They look at it as we're playing whoever's on our schedule and we got to kick the snot out of them no matter what. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So uh, maybe that's something that we're thankful for <laughs> that we're, that we're possibly in, in the NHL West. Uh, and I don't want to say I have a light schedule. I think parody is unmatched in any other sport than it is in the NHL, but uh, just in general terms, it's a good time to be an avalanche fan. So absolutely. they're, they're looking good. Roster looks good. Future looks good prospects look good everything looks good so it is the season for thanks what in the avalanche world and community are you uh sitting around your thanksgiving table saying thanks for the avalanche for what well i'm thankful for the the direction we're in um i mean we have a roadmap for years to come with this team it's a little bit of a more peaceful mindset where we're not having to worry about, oh boy, we need to pick up this guy and this guy. Maybe we'll have a chance to do this. Like we're content with our team and this is something to be thankful for. A lot of teams right now are, would be content to have a salary cap they could fit under. <laughs> and uh, I think we're sitting in a really good spot and the leadership that Sackick and everyone in the front office has us in right now. Um, that's something every Avalanche fan should be thankful for right now. Absolutely, man. I think that's the consensus is, uh, you know, nothing is guaranteed in any sport and any team and every team going into a season that, you know, the the term on paper looks good. Um, Yeah, that's the avalanche right now on paper. They look awesome. And, you know, will it translate on, on the ice? Everything's pointing to yes, clearly it is. But you really should be thankful that you you have a team uh, that's in the position that they are in because it it 
you you just appreciate it. You know, being a Broncos fan, they you know they won Super Bowl Fifty, uh, pulled something out of their butt to do that, but they did it. And you know, since then, it's been rough going being a Broncos fan. So when you, it makes you appreciate uh, when you have a team like this. Uh, for however long it goes for, and it can that 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 can just tell you know Peyton Manning retired and the Broncos haven't recovered from it. Avalanche aren't in that situation; they're a very young team. Nathan McKinnon's not retiring after next year, so th- like things are looking good for a long period of time, and that doesn't happen a lot for a lot of franchises. There's a lot of movement in any sport of players going all around, all over the place. I've seemed to have been able to hang on to the core of their players. Seems like the guys love it playing for this franchise. Um, And it's just, yeah, you just get a good feeling. Like you have a good team that everybody's happy to be there. Winning helps winning absolutely helps. So uh, yeah, it's, it's, we say it all the time. It's a good time to be an as fan and it's definitely something to be thankful for. Absolutely. Yeah, we're almost sitting in that uh, Pittsburgh Penguins slot of almost like a decade ago where year in, year out, it was, let's see what the Penguins can do. Mm-hmm. The Avs are starting to get into that comfortable position where mm-hmm. they're built and they can go. So, um, I talked to this guy on, on Twitter. His name's Alan. And he runs a Ryan Graves like fan site, and and he just texts me. He goes, "I'm absolutely thankful that they picked up Ryan Graves for a couple years ago, a couple years ago, and and he got his chance." Yeah, absolutely, man. Uh, yeah, I, I I would agree with that. So and you um, can't have Thanksgiving without the gravy. Hey, <laughs> oh no, oh god, that's great. So yeah, uh, if there's anything <laughs> on your mind on what you are thankful for for uh, being an Avs fan. Let me know, LOPN underscore Avalanche or locked on Avalanche at gmail.com. So, all right, uh, we're going to hear from Built Bar and then we're going to get into some fun Marvel stuff and talk about Built Bar, Built Bar all the time. There's some really good deals coming up. So, Black Friday, they have a dreaming of a white Christmas sale. It begins Thanksgiving Day at five o'clock p.m. They have a bunch of new flavors just coming out. So if you are a built bar fan and you've been ordering from them, listen up. If you've never ordered from them before, you might want to get in and get some of these flavors. Cause whenever they come out with these new limited time flavors, they go pretty quick. So they have an all new white chocolate bar. They have a white chocolate salted caramel bar, and they're doing a promo with Every item purchased, you get two free candy cane brownie bars. Who's not a candy? I mean, you're a candy cane guy. Absolutely. Who's not? Oh, my God. So uh, and then there's 25 percent off all their products all week long. So if you go to builtbar.com and you will get 25 percent off on Black Friday. Plus, don't forget, you can you can continue to use the promo code locked on to get 20 percent off now on Cyber Monday. They're doing another dreaming of a white Christmas sale, which continues again. Now they have a white chocolate cherry Sunday. Ooh. I mean, dude, Ooh. they're going white chocolate crazy because now they have a white <laughs> chocolate coconut deluxe. You got to get in on these things, man. So, uh, and again, two free candy cane brownie bars with every item purchased. 
So that will continue while the supplies last 25% off of all that stuff. And for the Cyber Monday one, you get a free advent calendar with every purchase. And it includes uh, inside the advent calendar is 12 built bites. I mean, people, now is is the time to jump on the Built Bar bandwagon. So go to BuiltBar.com and you'll get 25% off for Black Friday. And like I said, don't forget, use that promo code locked on for always getting 20% off. I mean, if you're not going to get in Built Bar now, I don't know what, what to tell you. I can't wait to try some of these things. Yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. All right. So MCU, we're fans. Uh, for me personally, like uh, w- one of my lifelong vices, I guess, has been comic book collecting. It's, <laughs> I have more than I know what to do with. I am that guy that has long boxes all over my house, uh, in my attic. Um, I have them neatly organized. It's been a mild obsession for a long period of time. I've scaled down since I had kids money needed started needing to go rerouted towards kids yeah, stuff but that's I still understandable. Have, right but i still have uh you know certain books that i still collect um and then when the mcu came out with you know iron man and i was skeptical i really didn't know what to expect but um it really kind of blew me away and then i'll tell you what the mcu did was it really made me appreciate captain america more I wasn't really, yeah. not big into him uh, in just in the comic book side of things, but I readily admit that uh, I was completely wrong on how badass Captain America is. And it's all thanks to the MCU movies. So you I take- was the exact same way with the Hulk. Really? Yeah. I was just like, okay, yeah, he's strong. And it's almost like that Superman complex where you're like, yeah, he's strong. It's hard to beat him. Mm-hmm. But the MCU did a great job at humanizing the Hulk. Yeah. I guess if you just look at it from that perspective, I uh, was just, you know, Hulk smash perspective. You don't really know like the, the man on the inside. Yeah. Everything. And, but that's, that's with almost every Marvel character, man. Yeah. There's, there, there's two facets pretty much to every single Mar- Marvel character. And I think that's what the movies did. The movies did a really good job of uh humanizing them and it's not just someone wearing a cape and you know saving the day they're 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 flawed uh you know if you read some of the old iron man comics like tony stark and and they they allude to it like huge drinking problem yeah you know what i mean so um and you know spider-man has family issues (laughs) yeah so there there's and i just really feel like they they did a great job in really bringing the comic side of things into they changed the stories around a little bit, which I'm completely fine with. I do want to see a new story. I don't want to just re watch what I read in book yeah. form. Um, but I will tell you this, man, like when I first saw Thanos, um, man, like, you know, when you're on a roller coaster and your stomach drops, dude, like I have been a, a, a Thanos guy for a long, long time. And I, it, that was the longest wait of my life to get him and not so much in guardians of the galaxy, but in infinity war. Yeah. Could not wait for that movie to come out. Yeah. It's, oh yeah, absolutely. Like uh, when they first started the Avengers movie, I was just like a ticking clock. You're like, it's coming, you know, it's coming. And like it, 
it was that long wait and the payoff was so good like they they handle it so well and it's i mean every one of these characters if you went 20 years ago and said uh yeah the ant-man movie is going to be making all these millions of dollars you'd be laughed out of the building you're right like if you got people to care about thor and ant-man like the perception of many of these characters 20 years ago was just kind of like okay sure but now these are household names yeah you can't go anywhere without seeing at least one of them Mm -hmm. oh absolutely absolutely um what what would you say were are your kind of like like we're not going to rank these but um what are your go-tos like for for the mcu i mean you got 10 years of movies just the 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 overarching like amazement of that to to have a 10-year plan with all of these movies all interconnected somehow is absolutely incredible um but what are the ones that stand out for you um iron man is always i gotta like that's the one that started it and that really um that really got it going for me and i really latched onto those so everything iron man um took me a while to get on the captain america train Mm. winter soldier just sent me over the moon so i was like (laughs) okay yeah i was like all right i i can deal and uh dr strange it's a great movie man that was that was something and then to make guardians like a guardians of the galaxy movie which is something you never thought you'd see no man people made fun of them people thought like that's the end of the mcu when they announced they're doing a guardians of the galaxy movie because they they were not household names like no you could go into the bargain bin and in, in the one dollar bargain bin and get guardians of the galaxy comics and now they're in the hundreds and thousands same thing with with in that he's not mcu but um well and maybe some way his but like same thing with like deadpool yeah. you could go get deadpool number one for probably three bucks before yeah. the movie look it up and now like yeah you can't get your hands on it because of, of that movie so they've, they've done a lot to bring kind of like the masses back to the comic book side of things um and people can say yeah well no this started with like x-men really like the x-men movies yeah but we're we're kind of just doing and i x-men is my jam i absolutely i was about X-Men. to say that's my background i was the fringe marvel stuff like punisher yeah. And X-Men, that's where I came in. Dude, the first Punisher movie is one of my favorite comic book movies ever. Not the Dolph Lundgren one. No, no, the John Travolta one. Yes, Thomas Jane. Dude, Thomas Jane. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Oh, so good. Um, As far as like the MCU, like I agree with you. Like the the first time I watched Captain America, the first one, uh, like The Last Avenger, like I liked it, but like now I go back after just these are all kind of like summed up. Now it's honestly one of my favorites. It really because yeah. it's different. It's filmed differently. It's filmed like a movie from like the fifties. Uh, it it just looks so good. Um, that's yeah, what yeah. that's what the got the hooks in me the first time when I saw Captain America was that the vibe and the aesthetic of it. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, and then like they knocked it out of the park. A campy attempt. No, but they knocked it out of the park with Winter Soldier. Oh my god, that movie never gets old. Um, I like what they did with Civil War. If you read this the Civil War comics, that the the reason why they're fighting is completely different. And this is kind of where I'm saying, like, uh, I like that they brought it over into movie form and changed things around, but it's still good. Um 
so I thought Civil War was excellent and um, Guardians of the Galaxy was excellent. But in like everybody kind of, you know, always goes to Infinity War and uh, Endgame. I, Infinity War, I, I like... I say like I like it more than Endgame, but that doesn't mean I dislike Endgame is freaking phenomenal. Endgame probably has the two most amazing moments I've ever seen in a movie theater. Yeah. Captain America wielding Thor's hammer was I could watch that over and over and over again, get chills every single time. And then everybody coming through the portals at the end. Yeah. Come on. Stop it. Unbelievable. But Infinity War to me was just like I was waiting for Thanos. I was waiting for him to get all the Infinity Stones and the gauntlet. And it just lived up to the hype. And that ending when everybody is just dusting away, there's no music. It's just it just hits you. And then the movie just ends. You're like, my wife was like, that's it. She was pissed because like the good guys are supposed to win at the end. I'm like, no, you got to wait till next year. And it was and it uh you just got Spider-Man in the Avengers and just like yes. that, he was gone. You're like, Oh, oh my wife it, was in tears. She was in tears when he, when he was dusting away. It was something we waited for forever for they, them to finally get the rights to Spider-Man and finally bring him home and put everything together. And we yeah. finally get him for like a movie and a half or maybe a movie in three quarters and it gets snapped away. Uh, yeah, I'm on. I'm in the camp of liking Infinity War over Endgame, but it's a one A one B exactly. Scenario. Exactly. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah. So, um, but thanks to COVID nineteen, no Marvel movies for 2020, even though we're expected to have some. Um, and like I was saying to you, like they they could have gone the route some other studios have gone and released it streaming for 25, 20 bucks, whatever. But they're just like, nope, we are gonna hold off and these need to be seen in movie theaters when we can all get back to movie theaters and and that's just what we have to wait for now so i don't know i think we get wandavision in 2021 early 2021 i think early 2021 yeah that's disney plus right so um and then they've rescheduled uh black widow and i think they just started filming the second doctor strange movie which is supposed to be crazy it's supposed to be almost like a horror movie from what i understand yeah that's gonna look good so now let's uh, kind of do what we did with our Star Wars casting roles and taking avalanche players of, of present. Or if you're reaching into the past, that's fine, too. There's no rules here. Like, you know, <laughs> so we can do whatever the hell we want. And um, we have Captain America, Iron Man, Hulk, Spider-Man, Thor, Peter Quill, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man and Thanos. I just I, I went all avalanche here even for thanos i haven't really okay just just throwing it out there you'll see but i'm interested to see where you go with him we'll save him for last so we gotta kind of start with you know the the captain uh and that is captain america who would you cast from the colorado avalanche to play the role of america's ass captain america (sighs) even though he's not american (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's what i said no rules no rules it's got to be nate i yes i did the same thing and at first i'm like captain america well landeskog is the captain but it's, it's got to be nate but who like he is like the face yeah you know what i mean and i think you go with the face over the title of well gabe is the captain and i 
I'm almost, and I don't know who you've picked. Like we don't know each other. No, I'm finding no. out like right now. I feel like we have Gabe in the same spot, which we'll get to probably. <laughs> so because if, if we didn't have another landing spot for Gabe, I probably would have put him in with Captain America. But I think there's a perfect landing spot for Gabe later on. I think we both so, found it. <laughs> yeah. So I'm agreeing with you with Nathan McKinnon to play Captain America. Iron Man, what do you got? Um, it's got to be the man who held out for money. It's Miko Rantanen. <laughs> Just I because mean, it's the money thing? It's the money thing. Yeah. And, I mean, he uh, he fits that spot. Yeah, for me, you know, I went... I went Ryan Graves with that. Hey, I dig yeah. it. And and the reason is just like I like I kind of went off of his uh like player profile images. He just looks like he's like no nonsense, but and he's I, it just, he just looks like he's got money, clean cut, slick back hair. It's more of the look than the I the thought money Miko uh holding out a training camp just to get that money. Is a very Tony Stark move. Yeah, I, I you can, can see, see him that. just, you know, I can see that come in fashionably late, be like, "Hey, everybody, let's go." <laughs> uh, Incredible Hulk, Nuke. Really, Valerian? Yeah. Oh, he's. I mean, out there on the ice, he's that. I mean, he's timid, but when he's out there on the ice, he's like he's the freight train. Like he's out there, body checking. Yeah, down he gets down there, gets dirty. It's got to be Nuke out of everybody on the team, dude. I, I got Kale McCarr. Oh no, <laughs> <laughs> I got Kale. Kale is is you know just this on the outside when he's not in beast mode, he's just this. He's everybody's nephew, calm little guy. <laughs> and then when he's on the ice, and and if you cross him. He he'll get pissed, and he he's not afraid to to lay you out. I think I think Kale McCarr is is incredible Hulk personified, man. Like he interesting, yeah, definitely. So that, that's yeah, that's very interesting. Uh-huh. Okay, all right, Spider Man. This is where I put Kale McCarr. Really? See, no, he's your. I mean, he's Peter Parker. You put a mask on him, <laughs> he's doing his like crazy kale stuff with a mask but you take it off and he's that very like over the top thank you to everybody like awkward peter parker guy right <laughs> but you put him on the you put him on the ice you put him in that the avalanche helmet and jersey he becomes a completely different animal okay see it i got tyson jost for spider-man oh! <laughs> <laughs> I, oh! for that same reason just the young impressionable uh you know he, he's he's got the talent and he's oh but but he never truly believes in his talent and that's kind of spider-man spider-man yeah if you watched uh far from home yeah. like he gave up his his like mantle so to speak in that movie just because he didn't want to be the guy yeah and i feel like that that's tyson jost uh yeah Man, i can, I can see, see both of those definitely um thor i think we're uh, we're in agreement here, I believe. Is this Gabe? Got to be. Yeah, it's Gabe. <laughs> it's got to be. Gabe. <laughs> that's the only other spot for Gabe Landis guy yeah, in Captain America. That totally makes sense. He could. I mean, that could legitimately happen if he wanted to go into acting, and uh, you know, Hemsworth did not want to play Thor anymore. They might go to Gabe Landis guy and say, "You want to play him?" 
Yeah, like I structured the <clears throat> the Star Wars list, like you got Cap, Iron Man, and Thor being Nate, Miko, Gabe. Oh, there you go again. So yeah. okay, it all Makes it sense. all ropes together. I think that's like the perfect fit. Gabe Landisai playing Thor. Uh, Peter yeah. Quill, leader of um, Guardians of the Galaxy. This one might be a little off the okay of the norm. It's Brandon Sod. Oh. Okay. I mean, he's been off doing his whole his own thing, has his own success, and he's now getting with the Avengers right when we need him. Mm. But elsewhere, he's been doing his own thing, and he's been just fine this whole time. So, okay. yeah, Brandon saw it as Star Lord. I got uh, EJ for Peter Quill. Okay, I, I just feel like he's that fun loving guy. I feel like he'd put together an awesome mixtape. Yeah, you know, when going into battle, I do. I just feel like he's just always got the smile on his face, and uh, I think that's that's Eric Johnson easily. Uh, Eric Johnson, every other song on his mixtape is tub thumping. <laughs> Jumbo Wumba. Going <laughs> Wumba on that one. Uh, Doctor Strange. Andre Burkowski. Okay. What's your reasoning for that? I'm trying. Okay. <laughs> this is literally the reasoning behind it. When I jotted it down, with his hesitation of taking a shot, he sees the 30,000 probabilities of every shot. Oh, man. It's his hesitation. <laughs> oh, that is brilliant. That is, see, that's a great reason. I'm thinking like exterior, like, eh, I don't really get a Doctor Strange look for him. But uh, yeah, looking at it from that perspective, his over analysis of everything he does, that, that's because he run. sees all the probabilities. Uh, I threw I threw coach in there again. Hey, Coach Bednar, <laughs> Doctor Strange, just you know, just has that like type the way that just the, the type of personality that the you know the way that they walk. He just Bednar, I, he could pass as a doctor to me. Yeah, he, he that should be his Halloween costume, right? Right. He he's a surgeon, so I just feel yeah. so. Uh, I feel that works. Ant Man. I think there's only one for Ant Man, unless you went a different route. I think we might be going the same All right. route. Sammy we, G. Absolutely. absolutely small men gotta stick together <laughs> that's right for no other reason <laughs> it's uh, gotta be sammy g it has to be sam gerard for ant-man and thanos who's your thanos <laughs> with a snap of the fingers the league disappears because thanos is gary bettman <laughs> <laughs> that i applaud you for that one man that is that's fantastic i love that See, but the thing is, like Thanos is, is like really like mis mistaken for a lot of things. Like what he wants to do, I get it. <laughs> I, I get mean, it. He, he wants to weed out half the population to start over. We we've been given this great gift of the Earth and the universe, and we're not doing what we should be doing with it. So he's like, you know what? Half of you are gone. Let's start over. That's Gary Bettman because yeah, he's like, hey, take this little bit of pay cut and play the playoffs for me. And yeah. then, hey, you want to play this season? Take a little bit more of a pay cut. Trust me. If you want to play, this is how it's got to happen. Um, I put Miko Ranton in here. Ooh. <laughs> Just because like, I feel like he has that, that, that quiet, like, uh, like seriousness to him where, um, if like he wants to take over so bad, but he knows Nathan McKinnon is the face of this team. And so while the team was in training camp, he was in Wakanda getting infinity stones. Yes, exactly. Okay. Exactly. So I, I don't know. I just feel like he just has that. He doesn't seem like he's 
Well, he I, he he's serious, so like more often, like he's he's got a smile on his face most of the time. But I just feel like he is that like Thanos, like no, I'm here for business, and yeah. you know the the fun stuff can wait. I don't care about that stuff. I can I just want to put. He would live on the ice if he could. I feel Nico Rantanen would probably, and I just feel like that's Thanos, like all business all the time. Uh, I'm going to snap my fingers and miracles are going to happen, and I just feel like that's. Nico Rantanen, to a T. Yeah. But Gary Bettman is absolutely famous. <laughs> I mean, he snapped his fingers just a little bit. We got four <laughs> fractured divisions uh, where right? we can't see each other till the playoffs. Right. Oh, man. Wow. So what do you guys think? Who's your who, who are you casting? And if you don't want to just put it into Avalanche players, that's completely fine. You can go out, out the realm and <clears throat> cast anybody that you would like. But if they're Avalanche specific... Let me know. Locked on Avalanche at gmail.com and L O P and underscore Avalanche on Twitter. So I don't who are we gonna do next? I don't know. We'll do it another few weeks or something like that. I mean, we have we're the yeah, ones I Harry Potter. To. Harry Potter. That would be hysterical. Pokemon. See, I'm not familiar with Pokemon. I didn't really follow Pokemon that much. Gilmore um, Girls. <laughs> oh my god. Jersey uh, Shore uh oh the lord of the rings i said we could do lord, lord of the, of the rings. rings the matrix characters we could do those or if anybody has any ideas let us know what franchise you would want us to cast. smash brothers characters okay you could do that yeah we should get into video games that might be a fun thing to do look into some like mortal Kombat Ooh. <laughs> or something like that <laughs> that'd be fun so um yeah let me know because uh you know this is what we have to do in the off season. There's not a ton going on until we know we're going to cast Avalanche in roles like this because that's the fun thing to do. So. Yeah. All right, man. Uh, where can people find you? Shaggy Von Doom on Twitter and Instagram. Love it. And uh, maybe for the Victor next time... Von Doom. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Absolutely. Funny how that works. Um, and maybe the next time we have you on, not only will we have some fun with whatever franchise we're going to cast, but uh, maybe we'll have some season news, some hockey news. That some, some is something stuff. I could be thankful for. Yeah, exactly. So, all right, everybody, thank you for tuning in. Have a wonderful Thanksgiving, and uh, we'll see you on Friday. Here's gobble, Joe. gobble. All right. <laughs> go, Abs, go.